Hello, hello, lovely people. <clears throat> so, you know me and the topic of rest. We speak about it often here. I speak about it often everywhere. I think as a society, we are chronically underrested. And a lot of the messaging out there that we're getting is if you want to achieve more, you have to sleep less. You have to be willing to work longer hours. And that is not what we are talking about ever on this podcast, on my trainings, in my communities. Because the truth is, being chronically underrested, as we've spoken about before on this podcast, comes at a very expensive price, not only to us individually, um, but to those around us, to our mental health, to our physical health, to our decision-making skills. It literally impacts everything. So a lot of people come to my communities, my coaching, my workshops, and they are all in for learning how to rest. They recognize that they are in a rest deficiency. And so one of the first things that they work on quite often is actually resting. And this came up recently, but it's actually come up a lot, which is why I've decided to do a podcast on it, which is this idea that there is, you know, different types of rest. And I don't just mean the kind of rest like, you know, spiritual versus mental rest. I'm talking about here what I've labeled as clean versus dirty rest. <laughs> and um, so let's start with really defining what dirty rest is. Now, a lot of you are going to relate to this. Dirty rest can really be thought of as the kind of rest that we have when, you know, we're like forcing rest and we're we've told ourselves, I should be resting. If that's the action that is driving, well, that's the mindset that's driving you into rest, I should be resting. And from the outset, what I'm going to just let you know is you are going to be experiencing dirty rest. You are going to be experiencing it from this should do, from this forcefulness, not from this actual commitment to and um, genuine desire of rest, right? So dirty rest is the kind of rest where you will force yourself to lie down and within 60 seconds your brain will start spinning with all the reasons why you shouldn't be resting why you should be getting more done the ways that you are resting wrong the ways that you are resting in a way that doesn't lead you to feel restful it will have you wanting to quit resting it will say this is not working and um, it will have you thinking along the lines of those shoulds will be continuing I should be able to do this this should be working I should be done by now I should be feeling restful I'm just going to take a sip of water and all of that what that actually creates is not feeling restful at the end of the rest that's the biggest telltale sign that you have experienced dirty rest so if you are forcing yourself into rest not really bought into the idea that rest is helpful aside from Vicky mentioned it on her podcast or a friend mentioned it or I saw this post online that told me that I should be resting more if those are the drivers going into rest, then your experience of rest is not going to be fruitful and it's not going to be restful. Um, how I really define clean rest is simply coming at it from a clean space and that space of first pre-resting, acknowledging, why do I want to rest? Why is rest good for me? Why is this good for me? Why am I choosing this? You wanna really sit with those questions, even if it feels uncomfortable, even if it feels like a waste of time, the reason why this is so important is because we are coming to rest, typically for the first time, unknowingly, 
with a brain that doesn't want to rest. Now, what I really mean by that is our conditioning around rest, our fear of being lazy and wasteful with our time, our fear of doing nothing and being seen to do nothing. And so what this creates for us is a completely unrestful experience and we do not come out of this feeling restful. So those three questions that we just that I just gave you and feel free to pause and retract or even listen to this podcast episode on repeat as your entry into rest. Um, I'm really sitting with why you are choosing rest, why you consciously are choosing rest, why you want rest, like you want to be bought into rest. Otherwise, it's going to stay dirty and then it really is going to continue to be unfruitful and unrestful. So you want to direct your brain where you want it to go before just rushing to do the thing. I get what it's like. You already feel like you have too much going on and you're super busy. I want you to think of this as like a time investment in your rest. It's actually the difference for so many of us between a truly restful experience and a completely anxious, um, disconnected experience. And that's what we're really looking for here. It's not just to rest, it's to feel rested. And so really directing your brain on purpose to where you want it to go is the first step to creating clean rest. You'll know you're experiencing clean rest because there might still be some voices in your head. That's also very standard when you've been conditioned in such a way to have such negative thoughts about rest. It's very normal that your brain will still be on board, but you won't feel it as much in your body. So your brain might still be saying, we should be doing something, we could be doing something, But it's kind of like suddenly you're able to observe it from this place of curiosity instead of from this place of, oh, my brain is right and I am doing it wrong. And that tiny slither of separation is the difference between allowing yourself to rest and come out of it feeling rested instead of forcing yourself to rest and coming out of it often feeling worse. So if you really want to make your dirty rest clean, I will let you in on a little secret. Obviously, we have the pre-rest hack that I just shared. But I also want to tell you that often the way to get clean, pure rest, which is the kind of rest where you feel truly present, truly trusting, truly calm, and truly rested, of course, is through the dirt, right? We have to be willing to start dirty. We have to be willing, as we often speak about on this podcast, to start messy, to get into the muck. Um, You may have heard me speak about this already, how it's kind of like a purging of all of our conditioning around, you know, us being here to just be productive and die and us being wasteful if we're not being productive or consumptive um, in a society that's taught us to really just do those things and be those things and that our purpose is to consume and produce. So be willing to start dirty, be willing to have your brain purge all of the negative thoughts and stories it has about rest, about yourself as someone who rests, and even yourself as someone who does nothing. Which, by the way, I do want to pause at this point and say, it's impossible to do nothing. So often my clients come to me and they're like, have this fear of doing nothing. So if that's you, firstly, you're not alone, which tells you that it's not, you know, it's not an individual created problem. It's a community created problem it's an inherited problem I said firstly but I'm just going to leave that there because I kind of merged the two points into one so be willing to start dirty be willing for it to be uncomfortable be willing for your brain to offer whatever it wants to offer and don't try and squash that because that's the next problem that I see is because our brain can just talk so negatively to us about rest and about ourselves as someone that is resting what I often see my clients do is 
pick up a distraction that's like you know I'm watching tv trying to rest and at the same time I'm picking up my phone to try and numb the voices in my head that are telling me that rest is bad like I can't even enjoy the tv I have to be constantly busy doing something to numb out these voices what I'm going to suggest you do is not numb out these voices but like we just mentioned meet them with curiosity like okay this might be considered lazy okay I might not be doing something that I've been taught is valuable right now and that's okay. Just really observe your brain. The only way to create truly restful experiences and to come out feeling truly rested is to create clean rest. But we have to be willing to start where we are in order to create it. It is a journey, it's a process, and it really is an investment. So are you willing to invest today in dirty rest in order to create clean rest in the future? Now, you will again, as often happens with my clients, you will meet limits as you go through with this. So it might be, for example, that initially it's easier for you to rest after you've done something. But the idea of resting first thing in the morning, which is actually what I do now, doesn't it feels extra dirty. Like you are OK to make decisions about your rest that meet you where you are and make it easier to start. So maybe it is actually I'm going to rest after I've done X thing, even though. Rest doesn't have to be earned. And we know that it's okay to use these little hacks and tricks to meet yourself where you are in order to create the truly restful experiences that you want to create in the future. So those three, le- those three questions, meeting yourself where you are, and that's just a matter of asking yourself, how could rest be easy for me? When do I find it easiest to rest? And answering that and starting there. And it can start with even five minutes. I think this idea that for something to be valuable, it has to be like an hour long, is what stops most of us from starting. So I'm inviting you to start today by doing those three minutes, those three questions, and then even just five minutes of pure rest, of clean rest. And even if that five minutes of clean rest is 80% dirty rest, allowing that, not making it a problem. And then the last part, the really important part, is celebrating the rest, being proud of yourself. I am proud of you. This is a lot of unraveling that we're talking about here today. So really celebrate the fact that you have rested. This is going to teach your brain that rest is no longer something to be avoided. It's something to be celebrated. The more you celebrate rest, the easier it is to create that clean rest going forward. So I recommend instead of looking for like a one hour block of rest, if this is your first time starting, to instead think about um, can I create five minutes of rest today? And you could do that every day this week. Again, we don't we want to be mindful of not jumping on that perfectionist bandwagon of like, I must do it. I should do it every minute today. But really using those three questions of why do I want to rest for five minutes today? What does clean rest look like for me? You can even think about like, when was the last time you felt truly rested? What was it you were doing? What was it you were thinking? What was it you were feeling? And oftentimes this will literally work. If you are sat, let's say the last time you felt truly rested was when you had actually a a two day break. And right now you're not going to have a two day break, but even just thinking and connecting back to when you felt rested, like the brain doesn't know the difference between reality and what it's thinking about at that time and so just thinking about when you felt truly rested is going to signal to your brain to recreate that restful moment much like when you're watching a movie you can feel emotions like fear or sadness but you know that you are watching a movie that's the exact same strategy we're using here so my my main takeaways to take from today are to invest in the rest 
invest up front by asking yourself and directing your brain to where you want it to go on rest, by willing for it to be mucky, by starting small and by connecting to when you last felt rested. This is a really powerful exercise. Honestly, as the very first thing I said, most of us are chronically underrested, and that's at the root of so many of our issues and struggles and anxieties and fears and our decisions and all of these things. So if you learn the skill of resting, and it is a skill, then you are setting yourself up for better decision making, bolder decision making, kindness to yourself, kindness to others, and the ability to go after your dreams, the ability to make better time-based decisions, the ability to create a, a time culture for yourself where you are less rushed, less stressed, and more present. So today's a really, really powerful episode. Um, it sounds simple. Don't let that trick you. Don't let your brain trick you into doing it later. These four steps are literally implementable right now. They really are. Um, so enjoy this episode. I will also add something be sure to click subscribe or follow wherever you are. Um, I just saw a crazy statistic on how many people are missing that. And because these episodes haven't been coming out at the same day, at the same time, every single week, I don't want you to miss any of the amazing tools that I'm sharing. So be sure to click like or follow. Let me know how you're doing in your rest. My Instagram inbox is open at Feminist Time Coach. I would love to hear from you. If you love this episode, you can even share it there and tag me. And I will see you guys soon. Rest away. <laughs> Bye. Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too, as you connect with other time hackers, where you'll get celebrated, supported, and coached, of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.